so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Hello, welcome back to the Marseille View. It's it's been I was saying to Julien just uh, off air just now. It's probably been a month since we last recorded. Um, the last podcast was just after the first leg against Panathinaikos. Uh, sadly, we are going to have to talk about the second leg, um, but we're going to not dwell too much on individual games tonight. It's going to be more theme based because we have a lot to cover. Um, and also we're going to try out a bit of a new format because why the hell not, right? We need to shake things up every now and then. So um, joining me tonight, we have Julien. Good to be with you again, mate. You good? Hi, Ben. Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm doing very good. As good as uh, Marcelinho's 4-4-2. So that's <laughs> oh, to tell what good okay. I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, uh, very nuanced. Um, Alex, welcome back, mate. Hi everyone. I hope everyone's all right and uh, still a, a bit woken up from the horrendous game that we saw yesterday. So uh, yeah, apart from that, all good. Yeah, and plus you you saw a couple of the the early season games of the Vel as well. So um, yeah, all good. And we have Alban joining us tonight. Alban, I think you came on last year or, or probably the year before. I can't remember, but. Um, for those of you who don't know, I run the, the UK Fans Club in the UK for all my sins. Alban is is my right hand. Uh, we don't always agree, which makes him a good counterpart because he uh, he keeps me on my toes. But uh, good to have you, Alban. Yeah, good to have you too. Good to be on the on the podcast as well. <clears throat> and and your English is the best out of uh, out of all of us except me, so it's good. Probably nah, probably not. Probably not, mate. <laughs> but um, guys. Thanks for joining. Um, we're going to do it's a bit, I guess, theme based, maybe debate and topic based. But we're going to we're going to start off with a very quick recap from me. And I promise I'm, I'm going to change the season, much less monologues. Um, and so I'm going to just recap very quickly the results since the last time we were all to, together listening. So after the last podcast where we just lost the first leg to Panathinaikos away, me and Julien were, were, were quite, uh, I guess, anxious, but also optimistic, you know, early days. And, and we did say, look, the, the, vel, the next two games are going to be a, a bit of the, you know, set the mood and the tone of the fans and, and the season. And um, we did win the first league our game against Haas, who won at home. Uh, I'm just going to do Ligue 1 initially. We then drew away to Metz, uh, despite being 2-1 up against, uh, sorry, 1-0 up against 10 men for a large part of the game. And then Metz went ahead and we drew 2-2. Then we beat Brest at the Velle 2-0. We drew away not 1-1 before the international break. <clears throat> and yesterday we drew 0-0 with, with Toulouse in a, in a pretty dire performance in the game. But before we get into all of that, um, I guess we have to, to discuss, sadly, 
um, something that, that obviously sets the tone very on for your season. And, and because it happened in, in the middle of August, probably set the tone for the, the end of the, uh, the Mercato and the recruitment and all of that. We got eliminated by Panathinaikos. <clears throat> Alex, you and I, we watched the game together at, at, at my place. And um, yeah, it was, it was classic OM, you know. Um, sadly, it's like you, you do the perfect first half, you go to and then up. Uh, Aubameyang scores, the Vela's on fire, Enjoy's on fire, all good. And then second half, you sort of fall asleep a bit and, you, and, and the fitness, lack of fitness creeps up on you. And Genduzi comes on. We the the referee the ref was a bit dodgy. He probably should have had the penalty, and then uh, less than five minutes later, he concedes a, a penalty at the other end. Panathinaikos equalise an aggregate, and we all know the rest. Like we go to extra time. Vitinha has a goal disallowed, then he misses a chance, and then we go to penalties and get eliminated. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail about the game, but um, I guess Alex, I'll start with you. The, the question is. How how impactful was was the elimination of the Champions League, whether it was that round or the next round? How much of an impact do you think it's had on the beginning of the season, getting knocked out of the Champions League? Yeah, I mean, it definitely had a big impact. I mean, it was it was sadly maybe so far the the best game of the season. It was the OM that we wanted to see. It was dynamic. It was pressing high. Uh, it was direct, but, you know, with some skills. Um, we saw Bami Young scoring and pressing. We saw the, the, the stadium was, was on fire. The atmosphere was amazing. And then typical OM, you know, when it's the key moment, sometimes it it's just, just doesn't quite work. Stupid mistake. And this time it was Genduzi's hand. And after, when, when uh, you know, extra time and, and so on, we, we all could feel that there would be penalties and, I almost always saw OM losing on penalties. So I was convinced that we we would lose on pens exactly what happened. And yeah, I think what what it does is it is it puts straight away the whole the whole team squad coach into uh, a certain state of, of of tension and stress and lack of confidence. And and the thing that we we can see over the the following games is that and these stats that you 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 sent us on the chat today actually we did. With a team in Europe with the most shots uh, since the start of the season, like 110 shots or something like this, and and I think when you have these these big losses like in Europe, like against Panathinaikos, what it does is you remove a little bit of that confidence. You know, that shot that you take, that you know you just strike it perfectly, and you're there, you're on the zone. And and when you you lose these big games, these big moments, these things, that, these games that have an impact, I think I think it. He does uh, have an influence on the confidence of the squad and especially on the creative players. And and I think that's one of the reasons that there's so many games that we dominated after and that we didn't quite win. Um, thinking mess away, thinking um, there's another game where we're, we're leading away uh, against 10 men. And um, not, it's just it not... Yeah. No, that's that's the one. So I was just think, thinking that in terms of confidence, especially for a lot of new players, uh, the impact was quite important. Uh, Julien, you next. Alban, we'll, we'll finish with you and uh, I'll explain why after Julien. But go ahead, Julien. Um, about penalty Naikos? Yes, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, UEFA Mafia. No further comment. No, just joking. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the refereeing wasn't great, but but no, the refereeing, yeah, no, 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 the refereeing, the refereeing away and home was abysmal. It was bad. We got absolutely, and then add a vulgar word, anyone yeah, of the, your liking. The, the the first game, the first game, the ref it was, was clearly, clearly not fair. Let's put it that way. <laughs> exactly, and the second one, and the second one, the fact that that there is VAR video things, and that at 90 plus three minutes they don't see the absolutely obvious, blatant penalty on Genduzi, to one minute later, uh, uh, like rule for a penalty, this totally okay. There is a hand, but it's. There is no no game action. There is nothing. No danger. No nothing. At the last minute of the game is absolutely horrendous decision. That said, that said, there's lots of things we didn't do right, especially the 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 away game, the first game. But but still, this this is just I'm not following that that thing from from UEFA. Absolutely uh-huh. not. I guess it's it's the classic sort of OM thing. It's the Alex, you said it. You know, we don't win often on penalties, but beyond that, it's like we just knew. Remember, Alex, we we're watching it together, and I told you all the minute that penalty happened, I was like, "That's it. We're done." Like, we will try our best an extra time, but we'll we'll lose. Like, we've lost the game mentally uh, for reasons out of our control, and we've said it many times over the years on this podcast, and me especially. I don't want to hide behind bad refereeing and stuff, but. That early in the season, that much pressure on the line because of the money that's involved with Champions League and 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 the impact it can have on the on the, the rest of the mercato is 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 devastating really. And um, as you say, uh, Alex, it sort of sets the tone. But and while we finish with you, I was saying to Julien just before that not only you're my uh, you're my second in command, but but you've been you've won the last two seasons of the the League One pronostic like. Um, predictions of the scores and, and all of that so last three you know, the, is last it three? three seasons <laughs> okay, no, put some true, respect no? on my name right. please put what? some respect on my name <laughs> fair what? enough but for those reasons i remember um alex puppy all the guys left my place after the game and, and i called you and and i was saying to julian that last season i remember you were like because not only because you're credible with the, the league like prediction stuff but last year you 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 called it. You were like, yeah, I can see what Trudeau's trying to do, um, this tension with the, the, the squad transition, but I think it's going to work in Liga. But this year, when I called you that night after the game, you, you'd already said, and we'll get into detail as we discuss the rest of the games after the Panathinaikos game, but I remember you telling me that night that, that you, you, you felt something was off with the coach and the squad, and, and you, 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 just, you were worried already that night. Tell us a bit more. Yeah, I was worried basically about the first, uh, the first leg. Uh, the first leg, I was like absolutely not confident that we were gonna, that we were gonna do a great season. Uh, just, just because what I saw, uh, I didn't see any envy. I didn't, see, I didn't see like basically, I didn't understand what the, what, what the, what the project was basically on this uh, from the first game, and and I still don't understand right now what 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 the project is with when you say the project you mean Um, you mean the tactic and the game the tactic yeah yeah, basically the tactic the like uh what 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 we actually trying to create 
with with our team where are we going uh, in in terms of uh, in terms of tactics yes I, 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 to this day I still don't understand um, then there's been the second leg the second leg of Panathinaikos and I thought I thought honestly um, that the team played well and uh, and 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 I wanted to see more of that and I was like wow if it's if 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 this is what Marcelino tries to tries to do then fair enough then then let's give him the benefit of the doubt because actually um i was quite uh, quite thrilled about about what i saw against panathinaikos on the second leg but then again we lose we know what happened with the refereeing you 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 all said that i'm not going to come back on it um but the fact is we lost and i i i think i think this is crucial because if we if we if we had won that game I think we would have seen in the la- in, in 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 the league and game that we saw like against uh, Reims against uh, Metz Nantes and uh, and uh, yesterday Toulouse uh, maybe I forgot one but anyway um basically we would have seen a lot more of uh, of what they were trying to do against Panathinaikos but the fact is they lost and because they lost I feel like I feel like players they're already mentally mentally touched basically and this is why we do not see what uh, what we what we saw against Panathinaikos anymore um this is this is basically what i think and I and the pressure I'm, of the, the pressure of the fans as well and um yeah. you know True. just today there, there was some some chat of of the fan group went to went to the 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 HQ of, of the club to talk to the president and shouted at everyone and started, yeah. yeah so it's it, it all coming to some extent from that Panitinaikos game because if you were in the Champions League and we would have bought an, an extra let's say you know good player and then the vibe could be very different so obviously it had a big impact. Just to finish on this topic, I, I don't have anything to add to what you guys have said. It, it, it happened for whatever reason. Um, I guess the, the, the question, though, and um, I, I want to give some of the context here because we all know that from next year, no, from this season, it's, it's the, the new Champions League format from next season where there's four Ligue 1 teams. The first three qualify directly for the group stage. Fourth place is now um, uh, the playoff p- p- uh, place. Um when you when you see the context of that and you sort of think um you look at the coefficient battle because when we're under threat holland have, have gone ahead of us which from my understanding doesn't impact the four places next year but it could the year after if french clubs yes don't perform better than dutch clubs this season in europe um exactly when you when you look at that contextually and and you look at sadly the the, the horrific fucking recent history of, of om in the champions league as we all know, um, out of the last 16, is it, no, 18 games, we've won two, I think. Uh, we've three. drawn a couple as well. Three, okay, sorry, we've won three. When you look at that, I guess um, I'm going to say it in French first, but is it un mal pour un bien that, that we end up in the Europa League, which is probably more our level and we probably stand a better chance of, uh, of getting out the group stage and, and winning games and, and contributing to this coefficient battle? Um, uh, yes, it's shit because we'd all love to be in the Champions League, but, but when, we, when you look at the, the gap between our squad and the level and, and the other teams, as we saw this year, Sorry, last year when when everybody was like, oh yeah, we've got a we were lucky with the draw, we've got an easy group, and 
uh, right until the, the the last few minutes against Tottenham, we 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 could have been qualified, um, whatever. But is it un mal pour un bien, which means is it, it to every cloud there's a silver lining? Julien, do you think we're better off in the Europa League for, for, for the coefficient and for, for except, our level? Well, except that we basically drew a Champions League group level uh, without the 45 millions. I'm a bit exaggerating, but on paper, um, you know, like Brighton, Brighton is going to be way stronger than the majority of the teams from pot three in the CL. Yep. Uh, if you look at the, you know, like at least really strong in the mix. And uh, and on paper, Amsterdam is, uh, Ajax is, uh, you know, it's an historic club and a, a force to be respected and, and, you know, in, in Europe. So apparently they're having a, a, a very dire beginning of the season, like even worse than yeah, us. True. Apparently just, the, worst, just, just, the worst since 1965 or something like that. So, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah because... Uh, yeah, but, people, yeah, but... Yeah, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they're not going to be dangerous because if you remember oh, well, yeah. last year, Eintracht, Eintracht, they were starting off badly uh, in their season and yet they still beat us at Velodrome. True. Right? So, <laughs> and they had, they had like five injuries for their key players or something. <laughs> yeah, it's the classic. But but the, I guess the counter argument is uh, you know over the years and uh, uh, some players not only when but players do come out and say this that like, oh shit you know. When we end up in the Europa League and we have to travel to, to shitholes like Cyprus or or Azerbaijan to play uh, Limassol or um, who's that team we beat in the Karabag, you know, they, they're like, oh, yeah, but it's difficult to be motivated because of the travel and because we're thinking about the next league game and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, in a way, maybe it's good that we have such a difficult group because it means that we don't we don't have any excuses. And. If we were in the Champions League, we'd probably have a, a similar group, and it means that the level is the level, and we just have to rise Pers- to the occasion and be motivated. No. Personally, I'm I'm hoping for a third place and a qualification for the <laughs> US <laughs> Conference League and a very long run up, up to the final in the Conference League. I think that's our wow. real. This is depressing to hear that. I want I want to for a trophy, guys. It's well, the only yeah. It's the only Maybe. it's the only chance for a trophy. Come on, we're not gonna win the Europa League. We are on the I, Europa I League. We are there is ten teams who are more favourite than us. Beyond that, I and guess without counting the without counting the 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 second round when when we'll come all the eliminated from the Champions League. Exactly. That's we have no we have no we have absolutely no <laughs> well we have a chance but we have. A, oh, but you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When you think about it, it's if wanna, depressing. If we have any chance to win a European trophy. It's the Conference League. That's it. It is. It, it is. Yeah, right. that, yeah, it's two years, years ago. It's Roma, it, Roma and West Ham who won it. Both teams who probably would beat us at the moment. So, you know, let's be realistic. It is. Sadly, yeah. A few years ago, a few years ago, it was Frankfurt against Rangers. I I tend to believe we have a slight chance to do the same, but yeah, it would be would be a lot better chance to go in the conference. I, I, you know, we start we start getting the draw. So it's the draw. Just to, just to add, I mean, because of the format, the thing is, in a way, you either have to get very lucky by finishing second because there's an extra playoff round, and and you you basically have to play one of those teams that that is knocked out further the Champions League group. You know, if you're lucky, maybe it's a Celtic, maybe it's a, a Braga or whatever. But if you're unlucky, it's a Barcelona or a Manchester United, right? Even though they're not they're not great clubs anymore, not great teams, it's still very difficult. 
so realistically, to yeah, but realistically, to, to, to Julien's point, to, to have any chance of uh, maybe having a good run, you need to to finish first to avoid that that difficult playoff, and then you have to hope that some of the Europa League teams in that playoff knock out some of the bigger teams, etc. It is That's more difficult. That's not the OM spirit. I, it's I, not, I, I it's understand. Not. I understand fully what you guys are saying, but come on, Europa League, we have to play to the full. You have to expect to be first to second and then that's that's what we're good at that's you know these kind of knockout uh knockout football against teams which are good better than us but not great that's what you want you want those kind of nights that's right? what you, you want you, that's what yeah. gives the vibe that's what gives the fire obviously you can have it in the conference as well but only from the semi-final already because otherwise it'd be only carabag and so on like like we did two years ago so Come on, we, we want to finish, you want to qualify the Europa League. We're not targeting a win in Europe. We just want to go as far as possible and, and give it a good crack. Alban, you, you finish on the topic. Go ahead. Well, uh, it's just personally, if, if I had a choice uh, between uh, uh, Europa League or Conference League, I would go for Europa League, um, even if we don't win it. Um, I mean... Uh, I, of course, I would be happy if we if we go in Conference League and, and we end up winning it, but only if we end up winning it. If we go to Conference okay. League to go to quarter final or 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 just like uh, two or three years ago, uh, do a, a semi final and then uh, and then and then that's it. Uh, that's that, that I'd, I'd rather stay in Europe League and uh, and do an honourable. Um, Little yeah, journey, get basically. Or United, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It, it's a difficult debate, and and again, like remember the context of the coefficient. Well, guess what? We're playing a Dutch team, you know, Ajax, who haven't mm -hmm. started their season Ooh. great, and uh, we'll, we'll preview we'll preview that at the end of the the, the podcast. But uh, it's already on the line, and um, you look at uh, well, we'll talk about that in a bit as well. The rest of the game, but to, yeah. So we've done we've done the the, the European debate. Uh, if I was to conclude, taking all your opinions, it, it's a bit shit. But again, <laughs> Europa League is is more our level, right? And yes, we've drawn the difficult group. But yes. guess what? The this we've been in the in the Pablo Longoria OM project for three years now. Uh, we've got a much better squad on paper uh, than, than we did before Longoria, and and this is the real test. If we if we do another Sampoli style thing in the group stage because our, our group under Sampoli was almost as difficult, right? Galatasaray, Lazio. Um, if we if we if we get knocked out at the group stage, third or fourth, yes, if we do, I won't agree with you. If we go final conference league, cool. If anything else is is a massive massive disappointment. So it's going to be a real measure and test of the progress of, of this whole OM and the Longorian Ribalta and, and this trading and changing manager every year. I guess the proof now, the evidence is going to be there is, are we moving forward or are we just uh, FC bricolage and, and trying to make ends meet and doing as best we can without any real project or plan? Um, but that's the European window closed for now. I guess we opened the wider topic and I, I gave all the Ligue 1 results since then, but Uh, if if you want, guys, mention a specific moment in a match or or, or 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 themes that you've seen. But the next the next question, the next topic is, what are your first impressions um, 
without sort of monologuing whatever just say good or bad or are you optimistic and each of you what what is one good takeaway that you've seen so far and what is a bad takeaway what is the worst you think is 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 happening what is the best you've seen so far uh alban you start um uh a bad takeaway is i feel when we 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 can't kill a game and that's uh, that's that's been very true in many of our games in the in the beginning of this season uh we can't kill a game uh or whenever whenever we can kill a game the referee disallow the goal disallows the goal <laughs> so so yeah that's uh, that's that's one bad uh, bad takeaway good takeaway is uh i feel like so far i'm i'm quite happy about lodi not last night though last night he was rubbish but but um but but overall i mean i'm 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 quite happy to see him uh, i feel he, it's uh, he, he is very very different to uh, to what we had before um to tavares and um and and yeah that's what i would say uh alex yeah i mean <clears throat> i saw it um in my eyes when i was at the stadium for the friendly against leverkusen and what really shocked me is such a different style from one year to another and seeing us defending at home while we were losing <clears throat> defending in a low block passive low block where you know we're not running to, to trying to press too much just stay there stay in place waiting for um you know a, a, a useless cross from the opponent or something like that i found that really strange at the velodrome where i'm used to team uh i used to our team be a lot more proactive um and to be fair in the second half we, we did start to press a bit more but the, the whole mindset is just so different with these kind of low block and then counter attack and um you know trying to play more on speed more more than technique and 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 so on and it's just it's just such a a different brand of football that i think the the players are a bit lost the fans are a bit lost uh we just don't really know what to expect and and so far marcelinho i think he kind of changed a bit in, in the sense that we start to press a bit more the opposition and when the opposition started to to try to play with the ball like when we went to nor where we went to mess we were able to do some good press giving us some good chances and we were able to score some goals but funny enough the actual defense when we were in our low block 442 which is the base of marcelino's tactic i think was very very average um and maybe one of the reasons the attack is still not clicking is because I think he must have spent a lot of time on that defense because that's the base of his system and it just wasn't understood by our defenders and midfielders. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see this week against, you know, we have three big games away, Ajax, Monaco, Paris, to see if that kind of, you know, low block, compact defense is finally working for, Marcel, for Marcelinho's OM. And, and then, you know, the most disappointing overall is just the overall attack when we have the ball against an opposition low block and we have to create something 
we just it seems like we either don't have the player or don't have the setup. We keep trying to play on the side, you know, combining on the side and doing crosses. But the crosses are in the box, which are with two poachers that we have, which don't really move that much, which is Aubameyang and, and Vitinha. But also, you know, an army of defender from the other team. So it almost never creates any chance. And, and you know, in the middle of the pitch, where usually you have one or two strikers coming down, as let's say as a number 10, or helping for the build-up in the, in, in, in the middle of the pitch, there's just nothing. So all we're trying to do is going on the side, doing some useless crosses, and hope for the best. And, wow, I think the amount of work that Marcelinho has in his hands um, is just huge, huge. I think I tend to think we have the player. There's some talent in that team. But the amount of work just to organize that defense, and hopefully it will be better this week. On top of that, he needs to build an attack from practically from scratch. I mean, you know, it could be a, a very long uh, month ahead uh, for our club and hopefully we'll get a bit of luck because, because there's a lot of work to do. Um, Julien, um, before, um, I, I, just, just, before just 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 yeah. if I may add something, sorry, just if I may mm-hmm. add something, I believe that the only time where we saw, you know, basically a, a, a good game from uh, a really good game from uh, Olympique de Marseille was against Panathinaikos, right? Uh, second leg, and yeah. on that second leg, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but I think it like we weren't in a four-four-two if I remember well. We weren't in a four-four-two. <laughs> we were more in a in a in a in a Four, four, three, two, one, or something like that. What, what, weren't we? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, you're right. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it was yeah. two poachers yeah. because yeah, it was about me younger. Vitinha was on the bench. Yeah, Vitinha was on the bench, uh, and I agree with you. One <clears> thing, one of the problems that we have currently is we have two poachers, two pure strikers, which are Vitinha and Aubameyang, and they're mm. not helping at the creation. And we need, I think, someone like NGI, which was out of form for different reasons. But we need someone like that to be striker in some, some time, but also come down in, and in help in the, the build-up. And create, we, we definitely need that. I totally agree with you, Alban. One thing mm-hmm. that was interesting in the Panathinaikos game is like Panathinaikos tried to play from the back. And because of that, they were not doing that very well. And we were able to press them well. And that's how we created the early chances straight away. I think when we struggle more is when, let's say, like at Nantes, when Nantes got the red card and then they decide they're not going to play anymore. They just kick fucking long balls and they say, here you go, um, come to our low block and we will counter you. That's when we struggle because then we have a lot of ball. But at the moment, especially we play with these two strikers, but there's no, like, the, the talent in the midfield, the talent when it's, when it's tight, when it's compact, when you need to know that little pass, that little touch, that little one-two, which you don't have that at the moment. And that, you, that's, you, my, that's you, the big problem. The, the, the word in English for what you're saying, uh, Alex, talent is flair. Uh, yeah. That's how we would call it in English, is that, that little spark, that little, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to... Totally. It's, it's a bit of a harsh comparison, but you look at the Modric, for example... And he's like a complete midfielder, right? And there are many other players of his style in, in European football, but someone who can take the ball. Uh, if you were to, to put it in OM context, uh, Luis Gustavo from a few years ago, which 
probably many of us. Opa, uh, yes. I know you don't like that name, but Payet no, would but be I'm, the perfect example. Yeah, but not not in the system, right? Because of uh, the four four two that we've seen in the last few games. But a uh, Luis Gustavo, who I, I personally knew very well from watching a lot of European football, and and when he arrives. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, he's a six, whatever. But no, he, he was the playmaker that season. We went to Europa League finals. Well, he was yeah. he was the, the, the first passer, the, the guy who could get the ball uh, with his back to the opposition goal, goal in, in the centre circle, then turn around and, and, and pick the right pass and always do the right pass. You know, the, the execution was, was flawless and all of that. So that's the thing with the this system. <laughs> exactly, but, but Julien, just before I hand over to you, I guess my, my two cents, I put it in the WhatsApp group uh, this afternoon, guys, and uh, I agree with what you're saying, but Alex, it's, it's quite interesting because it's paradoxical when you say that uh, Marcelino, maybe a lot of work on the defence, we don't have the details of what's going on in training, and we never will, and season after season, no. we, all, we all say that we would like to, but... Uh, I've seen enough tennis ballon to, to not want to see any more of what happens in training, personally. <clears throat> but when you when you look at them um, when you look at, at, at first of all the squad the, the construction what has which sector has changed the most since last season the attack the attack yeah, is brand new the attack is brand changed. new no no when I look at the personnel in terms of the the outgoings and incomings um, the defense is is pretty much the same is is no, Gigo, and Bemba it's a different system hang on it's a different totally system totally yes. different. Totally different. Hang on, but the 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 automatis, you know, the technical relationships between the players and all of that, it shouldn't be that difficult for these players, especially in Mbemba, because of Porto, they're playing four 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 three two one or whatever. Um, uh, Ballardi, okay, yes, whatever. Um, Gigo at Spartak was a four at the back. Uh, Klos is learning, but he's he's actually done pretty well, I think personally. And on the left, Lodi is is pretty solid. I agree with you, Alban, but. Um, that's that's what's quite concerning is it, beyond just Marcelino and the coaching and the change of system, a lot of the defenders they, the, the, the goals we've conceded are from many individual errors where they're they're yeah. too far on the marking or um, uh, one of them steps forward to to try and um, block the guy who's running forward with the ball, but the other the other guy who's supposed to cover doesn't quite know where to position himself and stuff. And that's that's actually worrying when you when you think about the fact that 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 personnel in that in that sort of uh, part of the, the the squad hasn't changed much. Yes, they have to to adapt to the tactic and and whatever. Fair enough, but but add add these difficulties of the defence where we're conceding pretty stupid goals to the to our struggles in attack with a brand new um, approach, which is more direct and and. Uh, the transition has to be flawless, which means that when you do get the ball back in, in, from a bad pass of the opposition in, in just in front of your penalty area, whatever, you can see what, what is meant to happen, right? Because the players are positioned there. Vertou and Rongier or, or whoever it is, is supposed to, whoever gets the ball back, they, they play a quick one-two or, or a triangle if the option is there. And then they look to the front three one of them is supposed to drop deep. Uh, I mean, one of the two, two wing players, and the other one moves a bit more central in that case to be able to link with the attack, whatever. And, and beyond the fact that they're struggling still a bit with that, the, the, the technical level of many of the players is shocking. The first touch, the, the number of missed controls, missed passes, um, because they, they seem a bit panicky and a bit lost, that, that you can tell that they've been told 
when you receive the ball in this section of the play, you're supposed to look here and here and then pick the first easy pass. But because because it's such a change, Alex, as you said, from the last few seasons, they, they, they panic or for whatever reason, they miss that pass and we lose the ball too quickly. And so we, we often don't have the chance to counter. And then add to that, just to finish up, sorry, I said I wouldn't do monologues. Um, very quickly, what I said in the group earlier, Marcelino, he's come from La Liga. What's I know he's come from La Liga. Um, he, you know, he's, yeah, he's coached decent sized clubs there, Villarreal, Valencia, whatever, and, and had success. But um, La Liga is a different league. They, they, every team, whether it's uh, Las Palmas or fucking uh, Ibiza or, or or Tenerife or or, or um, uh, Mallorca, they, they, they attack because that's the, the Spanish football. Whatever. Yes, they made the thing against the Barcelona or Madrid or an Atletico, but Atletico. It's the archetype of Spanish football. It's a bit of the counterexample where they they they're very good when they don't have the ball, and actually Simeone has learned to make them decent when they do have the ball. But because they have the individualities, and when you look at, at, at transitioning that to Liga, Liga is defensive. Forget OMS or whatever. When you see a Brest uh, Lorient, both teams start the game with the intention of not losing. So from that moment on. Yes, you may be Marcelino and you may be, be trying to rely on the individualities to be to be um, ruthless and, and clinical when you do recover the ball and you do manage to succeed with a transition. Uh, a good example of that is, is the goal against Nott. Um, we, we press them a bit high in midfield. We get the ball back in their own half and within three passes, the Vitinha shoots on goal and then Sar, Sar scores. But we, we, we create the chances, but we... As we said earlier, I think it's you, Alex. We've had the most shots on goal in Europe, and we don't score. And we so so because of the lack of confidence, whatever. We so that's it. We've scored seven goals with with I think 109 shots since the beginning of the season. So not only the tactic and the change and all that, but your your key individualities like Aubameyang, uh, Vitinha, um, uh, Saar, uh, Ndi are, are, are struggling a, a bit unfit. Uh, still finding their automatism, still finding that they're coping with your own pressure, um, which, which is just a, a recipe for, 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 for frustration. And then what happens with frustration? You get Vertu, Aubameyang, Vitinha, uh, um, Unai, who hasn't played much, whatever. But those profiles of players will try hero ball, they'll try to, to do the impossible, and they will give away possession. And, and so it's all of these things compounded together for me. Um, I'll end now. The, the, the negative is that the, the frustration and the lack of cohesion in the tactic and the players and, 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 and their lack of confidence, um, which is why we're here today. Junior, over to you. I'm sorry I went on for ages. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. Uh, no, no, but you guys, like, you, you, you said lots of interesting things, and, uh, and both Alex and, and Alban before, like, uh, so to sum up, like, um, we are um, we are already like you know facing um, th- facing up against the wall and I don't know let's say that 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 despite like no not despite but but on top of 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 all the um, the problems we have and especially the the players having to learn the new tactic and you know and 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 all that we've also have been globally very unlucky globally like the the Panathinaikos the mess game the mess game is just uh, it's just something uh, from another world. And even the the non-game, I know that 
people were very frustrated, but we almost had three XG, if I remember. We had like 2.x XG against 10 men, and we didn't win. Yes, uh, anyway, you know, 2.6 against Toulouse, we hit the bar twice. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. We hit, we hit the bar twice. I mean, yesterday, yesterday, uh, yesterday, we still, uh, yeah. Uh, um, and we had 20 shots yesterday. I don't remember how much XG, how much, how much XG we had. 2.6. 2.6. Oh, okay. No, it was lower I than it was that. Less. No, no, 1.3. Yeah. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. I thought it was like 1.3 or something. Okay. No, no, yeah. It was l- less than 2.3. Okay. Yeah, 2.6 would have been great, but uh, but but we we also the game we also the game it was, it was, oh, it was shit. <laughs> but um no no but it's like yeah it's I, I just hope that for a, a change also we're gonna have a bit of uh, you know a bit of luck on our side for a change that might just help you know like like uh, tomorrow or tomorrow like you know on 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 Thursday uh, at Ajax like get a win out of somewhere and and. Um, and then also like maybe have a great game against Paris or something like you know things to to galvanize the players, galvanize the the fans and and give us a bit of hope because otherwise it's going to be a very long season and it's yeah. you know no matter how, how optimistic I want to be and no matter how you know I don't want to be I don't want to be part of the bandwagon who's already like oh Martin no out and all that because <laughs> because I think the guy. The guy has proven something before. The guy is very respective coach in Spain. And that said, very good point you made, Ben, about the fact that La Liga is absolutely totally different team, totally different. So you can develop a, a different game in La Liga, uh, ex- exploiting the other team's mistake in a very different way than in Liga. And that's also something that um, that Marcelino might not have figured out. And so... Um, you know, it can Yeah, yeah. It, it it can go really wrong uh this season. Uh but I think I think if we mm. would uh, if we would get rid of Marcelino too soon also, it would be also uh a, a very risky because because what I hope is that um players will will understand his uh, his technique like the guy is not a the guy is not a knob the guy is not a noob the, the guy is the guy is 56 30 years as a head coach starting from the bottom uh we we in the in the Marseille view we 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 had a um a specialist of spanish football who had mm. seen hundreds of games of Mas- of Marcelino and who was you know very optimistic about him and saying it was a great choice and etc so Come on, like, 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 you know, people are absolutely not respecting him, him at all, and using, and I can see it. What, what pissed me off is like some of the arguments are so shit, like, oh, he has no charisma or whatever, like, so much bullshit. It really annoys me, like, like, but uh, you know, very frustrating, like, like. But so far, you know, so far what we see on the pitch is not reassuring. So I cannot, you know, I cannot, uh, I cannot. You know, it's not like I cannot defend the guy based on what we're seeing right now. But what I hope is that things will click. Peep, uh, you know, yesterday, Paulo Lopez said, Paulo Lopez, Paulo Lopez said, like, uh, I think, uh, you know, like, we don't understand what he wants, what the coach wants. And that's, some people, that's fucking stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's big, yeah. but in a way, you know, Paulo Lopez is Spanish <clears throat> and... I I totally don't think that he would do it 
as a way to um, to I think he was just being honest. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, and I think he was just being honest, and and you know, and I don't. Well, you know, it's 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 the big question. Will it will it click? Will the players learn, and will they learn on time? We've got a few uh, more topics to cover off, but uh, Alex, go ahead. Absolutely can tell. Absolutely can tell that they will. But uh, Alex, go know. ahead quickly. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but th- thing when we when we had Sam Pauli, which was a very specific type of coach and then when we are to those specific type of coach they they also struggle at the start and were not really understood by the players for the first couple of months and there are a lot of questions they had to tweak also their style based on uh you know to to to, to be based more on the french league and the spe- specialities of that league and now it's it's uh the time for uh marcelino to be in that moment it's that moment, he come with his idea, it's not quite understood, the French League is a bit different. There will be some switch and there will be some questions and answers that he needs to find. Will he find them in time, as some probably in Tudor have managed to do? Will he be able to do it? I mean, that's that's the big question because there are a lot of questions still left uh, for him to sort out. To, to, to summarise and, and just to, to, to look ahead before we preview the next few games, the, the system... And it kind of makes sense. If you're if you're Longoria, and again, we, we don't know. There were stories that he was pissed at Trudor after the Tottenham game for not, not sitting deep and securing Europa League qualification or whatever. But if you're Longoria, beyond his personal ratio with Marcelino, look, look at the approach, as, as we've all said, like to sit deep. In theory, yes, it's frustrating because, it, again, as I've said, he, in La Liga, you don't you can sit deep, but because the, the no matter how shit the Mallorcas and La, Las Palmas are, they, they will try and attack you, and so you will find a gap at some point. And yes, you have to be lucky and take that chance. But the, the whole principle, I think, behind the, the, the mentality of choosing this coach is he's a bit of a safer bet, a bit more of a classic coach. Um, and, and the proof will be in the next three big games, as we've all said: Par- uh, Ajax, Paris, Monaco. If Finally, it works because, yes, we won't have as much of a possession as against the Mess and, and Toulouse and, and Brest. If we somehow come out of this run of the next three games with, with positivity and maybe a win or two, or, or certainly we, we, we see um, a bit more clearer the, the, the reasoning behind this, this system, which is we're going to be much tighter at the back, but we will get three or four counter-attacks and you have to score them and then we can sit deep and stuff. This, this is going to be the real sort of verdict uh, for the fans, but also for the squad. And, and hopefully it clicks in the next three games. But on to the next topic, and we're going to do this very quickly. Um, we're not, I don't want to say disaster or crise or all that because the, 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 the microcosm of OM, sadly, we know. Everybody's very quick to, to fall into the dramatic and, and go, oh, fuck's sake, blah, blah. We've, I've even seen people on Twitter since yesterday going, fuck, like Tudor was so much better, blah, blah. And these are the same people who were who were booing him before <laughs> he even he even managed OM in, 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 in an official game at the start of last season. But very quickly, and, and there's no right or wrong answer to this, but who is to blame the most or what is to blame the most in, in, in a very quick summary for each of you for, for, for our current struggles? Uh, Alban. Sorry, say again. 
what is the main uh, reason of, of, of why we're struggling now? Is it is it Longoria? Is it the uh, is it the coach? Is it because we're unlucky and it will end up clicking? What do you think? Um, no, personally, I think uh, I think it's a combi combination. But um, uh, I think the coach, in my opinion, the the the, the biggest factor is the coach. Um, the reason for it is first thing first thing first is we all heard. Uh, when the when the mercato was still going on, we all heard by uh, Alexis Sanchez himself that he wanted to stay. And the reason why he didn't stay apparently is because um, Marcelino didn't want him in his system. He felt that he wasn't he wasn't a player that he could include in his system in in what he wanted to achieve for 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 OM and. And I, first of all, I think it's a, it's a, it's the first reason for why you're not, you're not performing. How can you get rid of your, your best player from last year? How can you get rid of such a player? First of all, that's my, that's my first, that's my we, first. We don't point. know the, the full truth there, but okay. So, so if, well, I, if I was, this to is what is being saying, said. This is what I, is I being know, said. But, but to summarize what you're saying, you, you think that the, the coach Lots coming of things in. Being said, mate. Yeah. Yeah, but, but to summarise that very quickly, uh, if I was to, to try and um, uh, draw a conclusion, you're saying that the strategy, in whether it's the recruitment or the tactics, since this coach joined, yeah. um, you think it's it, it's not being coherent? No, not 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 really, no. Uh, and I feel like uh, when you see uh, again, I'm and, and second second point, I'm going to come back to what I said earlier, like basically. The best game we played was against Panathinaikos' second leg. In the second leg, we were in a different system. And that system worked. Uh, okay, we didn't win, but there's, there, there's, there's exterior factors. We could have won if we, if we, if we were able to keep a, a score until the 98th minute and not, and not the 97th minute. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be speaking like that today. Um, and the thing right. is, and the thing is, we, 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 we gave a decent game uh, with uh, a, a different system. Why, why keep going for that 4-4-2 that we, we, we can see is not working? We can see it is not working. The players don't understand what, what is being asked from them in the system. They struggle. They struggle to create. They struggle to defend. They struggle in the midfield. There's no, there's no, there's no cohesion between between the the, the defense, the midfield, and the, and the and the strikers. Um, so why, what, what, why keep going in that direction? Like at some point, I think Marcelino is going to need to is going to need to 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 think. Well, okay, it's not working. What can I do differently? Basically, and if he doesn't do that, it's not well. I'm afraid we 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 we're not going in the right direction. That's my that's You're my right. opinion. It's and sort that, of, um, yeah, it, it sort of joins what I was saying just before. Is in in the next three games against theoretically better teams than us, who who are going to to have more possession than us because of their quality. If we don't see evidence that actually, yeah, he he's preparing the, the team for those types of games. Uh, and and it, and it actually works because we 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 do um, sort of score our counter attacks and all that. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's like, where are we going, um, Alex? Yeah, first, just to um, to 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 ban um, is saying that the main, you know, small tactical question is what about these two strikers basically? And the problem is they 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 can't play together. 
but one is like an aging but came a bit as the superstar and if you put him now on the bench you kind of lose them and the other one is the young guy that was kind of supposed to be on the bench but then he, he became with so much energy and 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 momentum and so on that he has to play him um so it's a difficult situation for Marcelinho and I agree with that but he needs to make a decision at some point and I think that the, the decision to make sense is just to play one of them together it just doesn't work um and you would think that Vitinha makes sense, but then yeah, you got the risk of you know pissing uh, Aubameyang off and putting on the bench and maybe losing him or wherever that is. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But more generally, for me, the the problem, and I've I've defended him you know uh, fairly strongly over the years, but it's Longoria. I mean, the problem is we we went over the last three years from total ball control to Zero ball control and all-out press to fucking um, uh, passive low block and counters. It's like, I, I don't even know what's left. We've done the whole spectrum here in three years. And um, you, you can't expect to just change hey, it works the in football manager, mate. Sorry, mate? It works in football manager, though. It works in football manager, I agree. It would work in football look, manager. It would. Yeah, no, but I, I, I'm laughing. No, no, but exactly. No, no, but I agree with you. I was just, but, but, which no, is ironic, no, which is ironic. It, but yeah, you're right. It's it, it's it's fun to some extent, like one year and then go to the opposite the year after. After a while, you're like, okay, okay, like we not we not pushing to let's say touch that first place in France, which this year you feel it might be a little bit of a chance because of a bit of continuity, at least in terms of style. I do understand that. You know, the coaches didn't want to stay. And I'm not like, oh, we should have kept Tudor. Hey, the guy didn't want to stay, but kept someone in the same mold or roughly the same mindset. But here we just went total opposite three times in a row. And at some point it will create some issues and it will create tension. And we're not the kind of club where you want to start a season on the edge with average result and fans a bit, you know, disgruntled and all. It's starting already. They're having a big discussion with the president, you know, this evening. <laughs> the, the fans feel all powered. So, you know, I, I, I like what Ungoya has done. He's brought a lot more talent over the years with the club, a lot more well-managed financially. We got, you know, it's interesting to watch our game. It's fun. It's a it's fun season. But that, that kind of constant change is starting to is starting to be heavy for everyone, I think. Yeah, just to, uh, I promise it'll be very quick. And not like the last one, but um, I've, I think we we've said it and uh, it's been discussed. I mean, maybe less is all the talk, maybe the bridge too far this year, which shows that the yeah maybe you know what maybe we were extremely lucky the last two years. We signed shitloads of players and we had two managers and yeah we did top three. Uh, there's there's context to add to that. You know, uh, Lyon, Lille, some of those teams haven't been as good, so maybe we had a bit of an easier route. But um, maybe it's the limits and and. Yeah, Longoria, I feel he's very exposed because he went all in. Uh, Alban, you said it, for whatever reason, whether it's Sanchez's party and he wanted to to, to wait for better offers or whether Longoria and, and, and Marcelino told him, you know what, fuck you, whatever. But he made that big call and then he, he went all in on Aubameyang and then he went all in on, uh, you know, Kondogbia. Uh, 
uh, and he decided to to sort of recycle some of the best players from last year, like Under, Gone, um, yeah, Gendouzi. You know, he, he he's a personality that, that fans like, and that's always going to irritate them. Payet gone, and you add to that, he he he, you know, for whatever reason, whether there was really talks with Gallardo and he said no, or whether there were other candidates, he 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 takes an even bigger risk and 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 gives his mate Marcelino the job as the coach, and he's very fucking exposed. So Alex, I sort of agree with you, which is like he's gone all in this season. And if it doesn't work, the, uh, the 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 sort of popularity and and uh, admiration that he has for for yes, getting us out of the gutter um, after the, uh, the the transition from Eru and all of that will I think will be uh, will be over, and he will be under a lot of pressure if we don't have a successful season. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, like 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 to to continue a bit on that, I think it's it's of course too early to. Um, to make the trial of Longoria or or anything like that, like um, if you know if conclusions we you know if we need to, to draw some conclusions, uh, we'll have to do it you know at the end of the season or at least uh, at at the moment where we know the season is um, is uh, is done you know like when we are out of out of Europe and uh, 12 in the league in February then we can start to <laughs> start to complain about Longoria but it, it, in a way it's too early f- it's too early for his trial but it's well, not too early it's not too early to ask questions um, on that on that Julian yeah, on that yeah. Julian uh, there's uh, I don't know if you saw guys but there's been a post on Le Fosséen like 10 minutes ago where they say that there's been a there, there was a meeting. You guys probably all know that there was a meeting today between the supporters and uh, and uh, and Longoria and his and his uh, and the board, the, the board of Marseille. And and from what I can see, apparently the the the, the meeting didn't go very well. And uh, and uh, the, apparently the supporters they uh, they shouted and stuff. And uh, the board members they were very very shocked. At the violence, uh, the supporters of the supporters uh, in in the words they used and stuff. So it didn't go very well. So some people are already doing a trial. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course, and yeah. and 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 I, you know, it would be another subject. It That's would be it. another subject to talk about. Is it, is it really uh, a surprise? Some guys, of the behavior uh, of OM supporters. Uh, exactly. Uh, club. Let's not have this debate now. Let's not have this debate now because we don't have time for that. But, yeah, but, we only you know, we like, only have a, another ten minutes. So Julien, wrap up on this. Yeah, yeah, no. So like, so like the, <laughs> the I think the thing with Longoria is is that we've been defending him a lot in this podcast globally, and we've been on his side most of the time. We've had doubts from from time to times, but we've been on his side. But I think what I've maybe realized lately is that, and I was maybe a bit too slow to realize it. Is the fact that yes, he's a man of football, but he's more a man of, in a way, virtual football, and in a way, he's a man of transfers, and he's a man of some sort of like short vision, te- uh, you know, technique, and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and a lot of. Um, Could I, I just ask, add, sorry, you know, beyond beyond virtual football, so we shouldn't resume him to just like a a gamer who who caught the. No, not virtual. Yeah. But 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 um I, I would yeah. go further and and a man of the um the dark side of football 
even though, to be honest, if you look at other clubs like um, like uh, uh, PSG or you look at uh, Wolverhampton in England, you've got all of these agents, right? Like Mendes and their companies who've infiltrated them and placed their players there, whether they're good or bad. It's just a money laundering operation. But uh, longer, OM, personally, I don't think is quite that bad. But but to just amplify what you're saying, yeah, Lungo is 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 someone from that side of football, which is more the business, um, the 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 you know the sort of um, uh, money transfers and fees and 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 that that sort of whole um, uh, almost um, you know black market side of football. Um, but and, and about yeah. yeah, and about that Ben, basically. Uh, <laughs> right, so if you have some some solid takes on that or some solid. Uh, clues or extra or sources I, I take them because um because i've heard a lot of rumors uh interesting in um in leads and etc you know i'm, I'm really well, well, no, but, but, but there is there is some evidence without again without going into the into details and off on the chandran but but you look at some of what's happened at the club since you were say before he was president so you have um the, the whole camera story similar to sanchez there's many versions whatever but what happened was he he said to Kamaha, um, and and probably not wrongly, right? Um, look, your agent is thinking about himself, and his he he's not a, a really well-known agent, so all he wants is for you to leave on the free and get a big bonus. If you stayed here, we'd build a team around you. Join, pick another agent from this company, highly recommended. He's a mate of mine. Blah blah blah. And Kamaha said no, and 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 so things like that have happened, and and players yeah. like Roger have actually joined his agency. And many conspiracy theorists would go as far as saying, oh, well, Rongier is a guaranteed starter because he, he has the right agent. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but there is a little of that happening. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and so far, as you said, Junior, so far the last few years, you know what? Well, because the team on the pitch has been somewhat successful, it doesn't matter. I, I couldn't care less if he hired his fucking grandmother. No, because he's done a good job so far. Like, like exactly, he has been but, doing but, a good but, job. You, you ignore that only as, as far as the team is successful and the club is successful. The moment the club is less successful, that's the first thing you're going to look at as a fan yeah, yeah. or as, yeah. or and, as a journalist. You're going to go, considering he's a well, young man. Considering he's a young man, you know, like considering he's a young man without building that experience, he might also have reached a level where, where this year. As you said, he went all in on too many things and make some crucial mistakes, and we'll pay yeah, them. Yeah, he got he got overconfident and thought, oh well, it worked the last two seasons, so it's going to go this year. But but that's it. So it sounds like we're all in agreement that the 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 Longoria uh, method is maybe to blame and could be the the principal. Yeah, reason the behind questions it. to be asked. Questions to be asked. Yeah, yeah, we could we could go on for hours. So guys, we've got probably another few minutes. Uh, just the next couple of things. Uh, and maybe less of a discussion, but but more a question. Um, we're all here, and and the fans and the boy, you said yeah, there's been a meeting, and and it 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 feels like there's a crisis. But Julien, as as you sort of alluded to, we know sadly the the OM context and people lose patience very fucking quickly. And uh, you know, I, when I was 18, I was one of those people. I'm 34 now, uh, with a bit more um, you know sort of experience and and life experience and and whatever I'm yeah I'm a bit more patient but also it's only football whatever but you look at all of that and are we are we doing that badly yes I agree with with the analysis of, of the performances are a bit shit the games are very frustrating uh we should probably have have more points but 
to put it into context, if you look at the, the league on table, PSG have started awfully, even though, yeah, you could probably predict now that Mbappé is, is staying and whether he signs another year, whatever, that, that he's going to carry them to, to the title or whatever. Monaco are, are, are doing okay, but not exactly brilliant. Loss a pretty fat. Um, quite proud of myself. I, I kind of predicted this. Um, before the, the end of last season and during the summer that they lost Fofana and, and Openda didn't quite replace them. They lost their sporting director, Jusufli, who went to Nice um, and they're struggling. It reminds me of not um, Alex, you'll probably remember this. Remember that when they won the, the Liga in, was it 99-2000? And they qualified for the Champions League and they, and they beat Manchester United, but they got relegated, I think, that season. Um, they had Eric Carrière, Vairua, those kinds of players and whatever, but... Yeah, 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 uh, you look yeah. at Lille, Lyon effect as well, um, and and I guess very quickly the question is, are we being too harsh with OM, or is it just the whole of of Liga is is having a bit of retard à la lumière, as we say in French, a bit of um, a, a slow start to the season, regardless of the reason? Do you think we're doing really bad compared to those other teams when you look at the table, um, Alban? Well, I think uh, I think we definitely should have uh, more points, and it's down to it's down to the way that the reason why we don't have those points is down to um, the system again and uh, the players not understanding uh, what the coach wants to put in place. Um, but that being said, yes, the the the, the league and level. I think I think all teams are struggling right now, and this is why we 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 are. Not in a in, in such a bad place after all, um, because 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 well all all teams basically are struggling right now uh, to be on the level, but um, that's 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 no reason for us to be on their level. We're quite lucky, frankly, to be for, to be third with the level of 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 uh, football that we 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 currently uh, show at the moment. Um, I don't know if you take a look at the Premier League. Uh, the top teams, they're, 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 they're already like uh, Man City, I believe they, they, they've lost five out of five. Uh, and I think uh, the, the, the second and the third, they, they've, they've won four and they've drew once. You know, we should be uh, in Ligue 1, we should be on that kind of performance. We should be able to do that kind of performance. Uh, so, so to me, it's still, it's still very, very, um, very preoccupying that we, we, we drew three times already. Uh, we 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 we're quite lucky not to have lost yet, but it could happen on Sunday. And uh, and when it's going to happen? Well, it's probably going to happen on Sunday. Let's be honest. And 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 basically, Monaco is gonna is is probably gonna gonna have uh, five points. It's going to be five points ahead of us already. Uh, other teams will probably uh, build a gap as well with us, and that's uh, that's problematic. Uh, Alex. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, we we're very lucky that we in uh, we in a rubbish league where all the teams are kind of struggling, and even if we we've been average, we we're still there. I, I think what why the fans are pissed off is just watching the games. I've been, you know, the whole thing has been quite quite difficult. Let's be honest. Apart from the game at uh, Panathinaikos. Uh, well, the the one at home against Panathinaikos, which was which was quite dynamic and fun to watch. 
I mean, pr- pretty much all the other ones were a bit of a bore. And um, when you switch from all out press with Tudor, with, with lots of highs and lows and emotions, going to stadium to see a passive low block or a team trying to struggling to create anything and just doing especially like at home. crosses. Yeah, especially at home. Like people are just are just frustrated. So the fans shouldn't be that pissed off to some to some extent when you see where we are when it's early season and so on. But it's just it's another season where we change all the players, change the style. You don't connect with the team, you don't connect with the coach, and what you see on the pitch is very, it's frustrating. Um, and we know we are very short-tempered in Marseille, and that's one of our biggest problems as a club. But that's just the way we are, and because of that, you you start to have a, a little bit of chaos coming around the corner. Um, let's hope for a decent week. Um, and then we can all we can all move on, and hopefully uh, Marcelino can find the, the right solutions. You, you sort of half alluded that it was a loaded question. I, I asked it very deliberately, and, and here's the reason why: is because beyond what we're seeing on the pitch, and as you say, the change from the style and all that for the fans, and uh, I think I think another source of frustration is the fact that that as as we've said on the podcast, and as we know from watching Liga over the last ten years. There's always a season where it's every one out of two, one out of three, where someone else than PSG win, wins it. We saw it with Monaco, we saw it with Lille, with Galtier, what was it, two years ago or three years ago already? Um, and I think it's adding to the frustration that maybe OM fans feel that it's one of those seasons again. And we're not taking the chance yet again, frustratingly. And, and no one else is, thankfully. But I think it adds a lot to frustration that it feels like PSG aren't going to be as good or because they're shit in this early season. Imagine, as Admon said, we'd have won maybe just one more game. We'd be like five or seven points clear of them. Um, I think it adds a lot to the frustration that it feels like a season where Liga isn't going to be PSG's as easily as, as usual. And so... It, it's again a bit of that anti-syndrome of for fuck's sake it's there for the taking but again we shit our pants because we don't have the mentality to 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 to, to step up julia yeah i kind of disagree with uh with you on the fact that Paris is struggling or not playing well like especially not that since mbappe is back um yeah they did okay they didn't they didn't have a great game against against nice uh, which was interesting because like like, like Nice uh, finally had a good game, but I still think they'll be they're the huge favorite to win the league, and I, I still think they're gonna win it quite easily in the end. Um, about Monaco, about Monaco is gonna be a very good test. I I'm not as uh, as negative or pessimistic as Alvin about the fact that uh, basically the the game against Monaco is already lost. I totally don't think so. Um, like. Let's let's see. I um, so far we played only small teams, so I'm re- I'm very curious to see how we how we will fare against uh, against like Ajax uh, Ajax Monaco and Paris. Um, it could go very wrong, but personally I, I I see a win in in Ajax. I want to see it, and then on that uh, build on that and uh, try to at least not lose in Monaco. Uh, 
win is going to be difficult, but but you know it's not but impossible. It's Paris and first, against right? Paris, it's, it's Paris first, huh? Yeah, but Paris, Paris, I was I was okay. saying Paris because it's Paris first, and Monaco okay, is Okay, okay. Well, in this case, so, I understand. I understand more what you said, Almond. So, 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 so that's why that's why I was saying like basically, okay, I, I don't understand. see us winning against uh, PSG. I see us lose. To be yeah, fair. And uh, and if we if we lose, uh, my point was like uh, Monaco could well be four or uh, five points ahead of us, and other teams are going to build a gap. Okay. as well okay you know, that's yeah. it yeah yeah sorry no no i i um i i i i thought it was monaco first sorry um so yeah 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 like like in this case yeah paris, then then we we need um against paris we need a we need something crazy to happen and and see <clears throat> and see how it goes like it might be the let's say like if if we if we are lucky in ajax and if we have a crazy game against paris then then that will kickstart the season you know, we'll, you yeah. know, we have to, it's early days, we have to hope, we have to hope. We need, and, uh, a, we need a match reference, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, we need a and, match reference that didn't end up uh, like, uh, like Pana, you know, like the Pana. And, and again, look, honestly, personally, like, I don't mind if we lose to PSG on, on Sunday, but, but if I see um, a step forward, which is uh, the, the whole point of Marcelino's system and the players, for whatever reason, in that game, let's imagine, miraculously, it clicks. And we, we sit deeper than we have against them the last few years. And then Mbappe doesn't score two goals in the first 10 minutes. And then suddenly, um, a bit like the, the AVB game when we went there in the park, but but that was lucky and whatever. But but if we start seeing, um, even if we lose, if we see that we're actually coherent and the, 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 the sort of um, everybody goes, ah, okay, that's why he was doing this for the first seven games, was to prepare for this game because... Um, even if we lose that game, we, we don't look as naive as we have against um, even teams in the Champions League the last few years, right? We we don't make the mistakes and, and we, we, we lose because maybe there's a penalty or a goal for a corner. But guess what? We're actually quite coherent in the play and we, we create chances even if we don't take them. We look like we've, we've moved up a level against this, this quality of team this season. That's, that's the minimum... I would want to see personally from from the next three games, even if it's not in all three of them. But but yeah, I hope the players rise to the occasion, and um, that that it gives us the fans something to go. Okay, right, I see what he's trying to do, and I'll give him a bit more time because we look a lot more credible against these sort of bigger teams and these Champions League level teams than we have the last three years. Yeah. That's it. Guys, we're going to we're going to wrap up um, quick fire round to finish off. Well, um, the aim is I know I say this every time to be more more regular with the recordings, but I'm going to stick to it this time. Um, let's do the next two games uh, individually predictions. Ajax and PSG. Julien, stop. The Ajax. Score. Ajax. Uh... We win uh, 2-1 um, and PSG, PSG, we draw a good 2-2 draw. <laughs> I take that. Wow, you see us scoring three goals in the next two games, even though we've only four goals, seven. Please, four goals. <laughs> Fuck, okay. I'm, <laughs> the most, I'm the most horrendous predictor, so... so <laughs> I don't predict what I think will happen, I predict what I hope will happen. And that's, of yeah. course, not the right <laughs> mindset. 
<laughs> Alex, Alex, you next. Uh, I say one-one for both games, and I'll be m- more than glad to sign for that. Okay, Alban. Um, again, to remind you all of what I said earlier, uh, Alban's pretty fucking skilled at predictions, sadly. Um, so I'm a bit, I'm a bit anxious to ask you the question, but go ahead. Unfortunately, I'm gonna be the more realistic one. I'm not gonna tell you what I want to see. I'm gonna tell you what I think it's gonna be, and I think, uh, I think we're gonna lose two nil against Ajax. And I think we we're probably going to lose two 0 against PSG as well, unfortunately. Yes. Okay. Wow. Um, I'm Happy gonna days. I'm gonna go halfway. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's quite worrying that, that he's of, often right, Sabi. Um, I'm gonna go a one 0 win again in, uh, away in Ajax, like um, a tight game where we we show character and we and they're not in good form and and we step up a bit and Aubameyang gets a, a poacher's goal whatever uh, and then a uh, a nil nil against PSG I can I can picture a bit of a, a Rudi Gassa era type game when uh, we had La Sanadara and we we were shit we didn't I think we had maybe one chance or one shot on goal but we we frustrated them and. We showed a bit of character and built on a, a good win in, in Europe in midweek. So that's my prediction. And um, guys, let's send it there. Yeah, it's been a, a, a bit longer, only an hour and 15. Uh, there's a couple of topics we didn't cover because we, we half summarized them in, in some of the other questions. But it has been a month since we recorded. We're going to do it more regularly because um, I have a, a, a brilliant girlfriend who now has me sticking to really tight schedules and calendars so you know what i'm gonna do the same with this podcast and we're gonna try and do it weekly and do it shorter but um yeah hopefully we get a miraculous result against psg and we're all desperate to to record monday night and uh celebrate but thanks for joining guys Alvar, thanks for being a guest um and if you want to be a regular you're more than welcome and thanks you're for listening welcome, everyone. and hopefully we see a, a positive turn in Marseille's fortunes. Thank you. Bye for Thank now. You, I am. <laughs>